welcome back to Made Arbitration. Today's going to be an extremely brief episode. I wasn't going to do one this week. Uh, I was just going to, to take this week off, but I'm going to do a very brief episode about something that's uh, that I've been thinking about. Uh, next week, I'm going to try to have JB come on. Uh, this hero training where management is putting us in for this, have receiving this training that we didn't receive. A lot of people have reached out to me. That's going on nationwide. And so JB's going to do a national grievance for you. <laughs> He's going to have uh, an issue statement. He's going to have a request for information for you, a remedy request. And so he's going to talk about that exclusively next Sunday. So please listen next Sunday, okay? Because he's going to he's going to have everything you're going to need to file a grievance on this. Um, I had somebody reach out and say that they had uh, attempted to file a grievance asking for the money, but their branch president said, just have them do the training. I'm not of that mindset. Uh, because so much stuff is happening right now to the city letter carrier management has gone overboard trying to harass us uh, through these memos through all this uh, stationary event our office time 22 minute load time uh, attendance discipline is rampant right now that's the flavor of the month for them attendance discipline uh, had somebody reach out saying that uh, they had put in a request to interview the supervisors and it pissed the supervisors off so much they put something on their time clock saying that every carry will be ridden with and counted because of that. And so that's the reason that I, I meet management head on is because of that reason there. Uh, I hold no quarter. Uh, I, I will go after them on every single thing that I can. I'm not the mindset to take it, on, take it easy on management at any time. So when I get an opportunity to file a grievance and to sting them with it, I'm going to do it. I will never back off of that. Okay, so um, I think that we're under attack right now. Well, I don't think. I know by the things that are coming into me. And so we're going to go on the attack. Okay, I'm tired of us being in this defensive mode. We need to be offensive about things. And uh, so... JB's going to come on next week and he's going to give you that grievance in detail, how we're going to, how we're going to file that grievance. Okay. I had some people say that they looked into their hero and, uh, going back as far as January, they were being put in for their training that they had never received. Some saying that they were, uh, received training on Sunday when they weren't here. Some saying that they were received training on their day off when they weren't here. And so management is doing that to save time. Now, they're going to question us about three minutes of stationary time, six minutes of stationary time, trying to get us out of the office in 48 minutes now, 45 minutes. I'll talk about that in just a second. They're trying to get us to load in 20 minutes, but yet they're going to take, uh, they're, they're going to falsify training records to keep us from, from having to sit down and do training for 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Think about that. They're going to pressure us for three minutes of stationary time, yet they refuse to give us training that they're required to do because it's going to take more time. That's what they think about you, okay? That's what they think about the city letter carrier. So when I say file a grievance and ask for $50 a calendar day, that's why right there, okay? Uh, I'm going to meet them head on when, when we do this stuff here. And that's, that's the kind of grievance that I'm going to file. All right. Um, I'll tell you a little bit about me. 
and then I'm going to get into what I'm going to talk about. Like I said, it's going to be very brief this week. Uh, I had surgery Friday. I've been out of it, and uh, and I went to Lexington, Kentucky, and did some training for Branch 361, and uh, their branch president, Zed Waltz, asked me to come up there and do that. So I drove up late Saturday um, and did that training for them today, and I'm just getting back home. Uh, so I don't have anything ready, uh, anything that would be worth anything. And I'm not going to do that, but, uh, thank you to Zeb and branch 361 fantastic hosts, uh, had a good turnout, a lot of great, uh, question periods where they had a lot of, uh, question and answer time with them. I kind of did some basic stuff. Article 15, 17, 31 went over the 8190. So I had a blast doing that. I'm not supposed to travel, but I told him I'd be there, so I went anyway. <laughs> so I've been out of pocket. So a lot of people have messaged me, a lot of emails, a lot of uh, Facebook messages. I tried to get back to all those today when I got back. If I haven't, I apologize. I will, okay? When I first started the post office, I was anti-union. Uh, I was not in the union. Uh, I was a scab. And uh, I was, uh, I'm going to say probably one of the biggest non-union people you'll ever meet was me no reason for it i just didn't believe in the union and uh, so much so that i would i would call out carriers that were in the union that was what i was when i first started <laughs> and uh so in 1996 or 97 i can't can't remember which one it was 1996 or 97 there was a situation at my station uh, where a carrier was threatening to bring in a handgun and him and this other carrier were having an affair and, uh, she bilked him for a lot of money and then dumped him. Well, he obviously got, got angry. And so he came out of the workroom floor and he was talking about bringing in a handgun, talking about making the place look like Columbine. Uh, it was pretty bad. Problem was I wasn't there. <laughs> I was having surgery on that day. And uh, I come back from surgery. It was just an outpatient surgery. I come back from surgery, and when I get there, I'm going to go in and case my route, right? And so I get there, and there's about six or seven postal inspectors in the station that I was working at. So when I walk in the door, the 204B said, well, there he is right there. And they all turn around and look at me, <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, shoot, you know. What have I, I want in here? What have I done? So I go to my case and I start sticking my route and this real tall postal inspector, he's about six, three, he comes up to me, introduces himself. Now at this time, I'm still working at nights at the jail. Okay. So I had a terrible temper, a terrible temper. And so, um, and I had this surgery, uh, they thought I had cancer. I didn't. But, you know, I, I was, so I was already not, I was on edge a little bit. So this postal inspector comes up and he asked if I heard what this letter carrier was talking about. And I said, sorry, I have no idea what, you know, what you're talking about. He said, so you didn't hear him say any of these things? I said, no. I said, I was, I was having surgery. I'm just now getting here. Well, you know, some people said that he was talking to you. I said, well, don't see how that could happen because I'm just walked in the door. have no idea what y'all are talking about. So he leaves and uh, goes back to the desk. He comes back and he says, uh, Mr. Walton, he said, uh, 
you're not telling the truth. And I said, well, I said, see, now we got a problem. I said, I was cordial to you initially. I said, but now, see, you come back and you call me a liar. I said, I'm not going to be cordial anymore. What are you talking about? I said, well, and so we went at it. I mean, nose to nose. Now, he's taller than me, but we were nose to nose going at it on the workroom floor. I mean, cussing each other. He was cussing me. I was cussing him. The, they had like three or four postal inspectors at the desk started walking over. And, uh, and that's how it went for a little while. And then he walks off. He tells me, you know, you don't go anywhere. You stay right here. I said, I was already going to stay here. I got to stick my route. Well, you don't leave until I tell you to. So uh, I'm not thinking clearly, obviously, okay? So the postmaster comes in, and at the time, the postmaster and my mother were great friends. They delivered mail for years and years. And so he comes in, and he walks over to me, and he says, uh, you know, Corey, what's going on in here? I said, I have no idea. I said, I came back from surgery. This guy over here came over to me, starts a confrontation with me. He says, well, you know, why can't you just keep your mouth shut? I said, I tried to. I was over here minding my business. I said, I didn't go to him. He's like, you, you know, you always have this problem. I said, how, how am I a problem? <laughs> I said, I was over here minding my business. He came to me. During this time, our branch president, Tom Rollins, who was a thumper, uh, and anybody that knows him knows his story. This guy was a thumper of a branch president. He comes in. And uh, I'm over there sticking mail again. And Tom Rollins comes over to me. He's like, introduces himself. He's like, you know, Corey, I'm Tom Rollins, uh, the local branch president. I said, I know who you are. He said, uh, what's the problem? I said, well, I said, I was having surgery. Came in. Said, this guy over here, the tall guy, comes over to me and starts an altercation with me. Said that I'm a liar, that I heard something I didn't hear. Well, Tom Rollins goes crazy on the workroom floor. I mean, loses his shit. He turns around and he says, you talking about this guy right here? And so the, the postal inspector stands up and I said, yeah, that's him. So this guy right here wanted you to lie on another carrier to get him fired. That's what you're telling me. I said, well, I said, he asked me to, you know, said that I was lying. So he's going to tell you that you're a liar. This guy right here. And I was like, yeah, him. He's like, don't you worry about it, Corey. I'm going to take care of all this. So he starts going off, you know, and uh, I'm like, well, damn. He turns around and he's got a coat on, a, 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 like a blazer. And he reaches in. He's like, Corey, I noticed you weren't in the union. I said, no, sir, I'm not. And he pulls out papers to get in the union. <laughs> and he says, I've got these papers. Would you, would you like to sign up? I said, you got a pen? And I signed up that day to, to join the union. Because I saw that no matter what, they can try to fire you. They can try to get you, no matter how good of an employee you were. I was a runner back then. I'm talking about a runner. Uh, I would do crazy stuff back then. I mean, me and another guy that that worked there, we were those that jumped shrubs, jumped porches. Uh, we had Jeeps back then. We would park on one end of the street. He'd park on another, and we'd run the block, get in each other's Jeeps, go to the next block, run the block. I mean, it was crazy stuff we did back then. And I realized then that it didn't matter. If they wanted you, they would get you, even if they had to lie on you. 
And so I joined the union that day. And then later on, I, I changed stations and got to the one I'm at now and became shop steward. But uh, I was not always pro-union. I was very anti-union when I started, okay? Um, when I became a shop steward, I told myself that uh, I would do everything humanly possible to protect my people, regardless of what that is. I would do everything humanly possible to protect my people. And I studied like nobody's business. I was a terrible student in high school. This was probably the first time I ever studied. But I studied forever trying to get as much knowledge as possible to protect my people. I looked every handbook that was ever written. I'd get a copy of it and I'd read it. Just read it because I didn't want to lose. I didn't want to let my people down. Right? And so fast forward all this time and then I get this call to do this podcast and it started out educational. If you look at all the episodes that I've done, and a lot of people have reached out, you know, sending me things that they've won due to the podcast. Uh, and so I, uh, you know, I, I love doing it. I love doing the podcast. I love educating. I loved going to Lexington and educating. I went to Florida and did some educating. I got to go some other places. I love educating people, right? The thing that I don't love is when I see my union letting down my brothers and sisters, right? And that's something that I did not expect when I started this podcast. I did not expect that to happen. I thought that everywhere was like my branch. My branch president, Dana Chambliss, is a hellraiser. I mean a hellraiser. She is an earth scorcher. And uh, I have no issues with her whatsoever. She is a, I'm telling you, I mean, anybody that knows her knows that she doesn't take any shit. I've got JB as a formal A who I think is the best formal A in the country. And so I'm in great shape here. To me, everybody's like that until I started this podcast and people started reaching out. And I see how my union is letting us down, right? And so now it's kind of morphed into something a little different than educating, right? I'm still doing some education with the salted peanuts, uh, just hot topics that people bring to me. I try to address those things. But there's a lot of email and things that people send me that say, hey, look, we need that passion. We need that fire. It keeps us motivated. Even when our union is letting us down, you know, that hard charging attitude that you have, you know, keep that going. That's just me. That's how I am. Matter of fact, I told y'all that I talked to an individual last week about some stuff going on at National about the executive council. And there's some stuff that's come out since then. But when I was talking to this individual, we cut up. He's one of my mentors. I love this guy with all my heart. We're going back and forth about things, and he gets to the podcast. He's like, man, you got to take it easy on us. I said, well, baby, you know I'm not talking about you. He's like, yeah. He said, but dadgum, he said, you going to get us all, all jackets? And I said, well, I said, not you. I said, but I'll get most of them possum jackets. And uh, I said, let me ask you something. When you called me and asked me to do this podcast because smaller stations weren't getting the education that they needed, I said, you knew what I was walking into, didn't you? And he took a little pause 
I said, you knew the issues that we were having with not just not getting representation or education. I said, you knew the issues that were going on in our NALC, didn't you? He said, well, he said, I'll put it this way, Corey. He said, we get the same complaints that you do, and there's nothing we can do about it. He said, if you got a platform that you could talk about it, we knew that you wouldn't hesitate to talk about it. And so I wasn't set up. <laughs> I wasn't set up. But I think that they, they knew that, that this would probably draw an audience because there's nothing else like it, uh, no other real podcasts about education, that it would probably, by word of mouth, pick up pretty quickly. I've got a lot of stories that I can tell. I've dealt with a lot of situations. So you know, they thought that it might, might gain some popularity. And it may, to me, give y'all a voice uh, and have something done. And obviously it's working because I'm getting a lot of negative feedback from the national and from, from business agents, right? So they're listening and understanding that, that the letter carriers are not happy. I'm going to read something to you that was sent to me by an individual and this is what it says, and I appreciated this person sincerely. I appreciate this person sending this to me, but I want to read this to you, and then I'm going to talk about it. It says, hi, Corey. First, I wanted to say thank you for the good information that is being put out there by your podcast. I have referred to several episodes when I have a relevant issue, because when you actually do talk about the issues, you have good info and sites to offer. I was able to use some of the information for some Just Cause episodes to help get a removal in my office expunged in its entirety with back pay, full benefits, and overtime equalization. The care will be back at work today, in fact. From a long-time listener, though, I have to say that I think the show is losing a lot of its focus lately. As much as I enjoy the actual information being offered, and don't mind a little bit of ribbing, the complaints about the NELC as a whole have become a distraction. I find myself trying to skip through the ranting and raving because that isn't why I listen. We get it. You don't agree with everything that's happening. But I don't even enjoy listening anymore because of the constant negativity. You say that our enemy is management, yet you sow divisiveness within the union to turn listeners against the regional and national offices. I can't speak for every region, obviously, but my region does an excellent job of educating its stewards and officers and branch presidents. It gets frustrating, though, when as a branch president, I hold meetings and hand out informational sheets and post language on our bulletin board and talk one-on-one -on -one with my carriers and send emails, and then I still have people asking questions about how does this or that work or why is management doing this or this. I can explain it to every carrier, but I can't understand it for them. Assuming that people have questions means that the information isn't being put out there is not a correct assumption at least not all the time. Again, I get it if you're unhappy with certain things or people, but I personally don't listen to hear someone talk about the hard work that so many people do to put into uh, for this union. I would love for the podcast to get back to the issues and be informational rather than confrontational. It would be great for it to get back to what, to, what you keep saying the point is, which is supposed to be educating carriers. As a listener since last summer, I don't want to lose this as a resource because I can't even find the informational parts of the episodes among all the complaining. 
I do appreciate the education you offer. I hope we can get back to it. So that was sent to me uh, by someone, and I appreciated that. Uh, I do. Um, unfortunately, I'm the only podcast out there, and I get it. I really do. I have done 96 episodes. Try to do one a week, and I don't ask for a penny. I do it completely on my time, completely on my dime, right? I do it completely on my time and completely on my dime. I don't ask anybody for anything. I, I come on here and, and try to educate as much as possible. I really do. And so I understand that, that point of view. And if your region is doing a great job, obviously I'm not talking about your region. As of today, as of today, I have... 2,700 emails that I have answered as of today. As of today, I have over 700 Facebook messages on my personal and for made arbitration messenger. And a lot of those are talking about how they're disgruntled with their union, about the B teams not doing what they're supposed to do. It's not people that are not educated and not informed. It's people that have generally been let down by the union that's supposed to support them. And what should I do about that? Nothing. I can't do that. I can't do that. I'm not going to do that. And that's not who I am. Uh, I will, like I said, be a voice for those that are voiceless. Right? For people that say, hey, I have sent 72 cases to the B team over the same article seven issues and have yet to receive a cease and desist only took about, here's one only took about 30 grievances filed this year and 15 step B decisions to finally get a cease and desist. Uh, it, those, those continue to come into me, uh, continue to have things where carriers are upset with the representation that they're getting. And so what do I do with that? Do I leave that alone? Uh, do I just stay on here and say, hey, I appreciate y'all reaching out, but let's talk about the 1767. Uh, I have got to be a voice for the city letter carrier, okay? I, I feel that that's what I need to do. Uh, I, I hate it that that uh, I may lose listeners. I do. If I, I've always said if I just have one person listening, I'll keep doing it. I'm averaging about 2,700 downloads per episode. Travel to Florida, do training. Uh, they put me up for the night, but I used my own gas to do that. Went to Lexington. They put me up for the night, but I used my own gas to do that. I'll be going somewhere else later. I'll use my own gas to do that. Uh, so I appreciate you reaching out to me about I'm losing focus. Uh, I, I agree that I have kind of morphed this into something that it isn't or wasn't supposed to be. But I will um, I'll continue to do what I do. Like I said, look, and I'm not, I'm not tooting my own horn. I'm just telling you that I've done 96 episodes and you want to talk about covering topics. I've done all the just cause principles. I've covered article 16 exclusively. I've covered window of operation. I've covered the JSOV at length, article 17 and 31 at length. Uh, MOUs uh, about um, the case we had in Kingsport. I've done AWOL non-scheduled days. 
dealing with toxic work environment, ergonomics, grieving unsafe scanner messages, uh, 3996 Pet DOAS. We've covered uh, route protection exclusively, holiday scheduling, past practices, Article 5, window of operation, dispatch of value, escalated monetary awards, deems desirable, you know, talking about moving our hard plastic trays, relevancy letters, residual mail in the DPS, management performing craft work. I mean, you name it, and we've covered it on these on this podcast. So yeah, I have spent some time, my personal time, doing that. So I'm sorry if I'm not uh, appeasing you like I should be. Uh, I'm sorry about that. That it has gotten away from what you want. Um. I have had people reach out to me and say that they no longer listen because I cuss a lot. And I hate that. I do. Um, But I am who I am. And that's the reason I was asked to do this. Uh, I I hate management with a passion. Uh, I love educating people so that they can defeat management and everything that they do. We're fixing to get on this uh, training as far as uh, them putting us in for that hero stuff. We try to stay ahead of the curve on certain things like T-Rap. And so I think that this is invaluable, this podcast. I wish every region would do one, but they hadn't seen fit to do that. So I'm the only one. I stand alone in doing this podcast, right? Uh, I will not stop doing what I do. And so for those carriers that don't have a voice, like I said before, I will be that voice. I just will. I will be that voice of the letter carrier that has been forgotten on this workroom floor, and that deals with more than just education. We have sorry branch presidents, and if that upsets you that I say that, I don't care. We have sorry business agents, and if that's causing division, then call me divisive. We have a a national that I feel is, is greatly underperforming in certain areas, and if that's causing division then call me divisive. But to expect my union to be held accountable and to do the job that they're supposed to do, if that's causing division, call me divisive, okay? Look, I love everybody out there. Every city letter care, I love you. I do. And I'm here for you. And I'm going to try to educate as much as I can. But we have great shortcomings in this union, And if that pisses people off that I say that, I don't give a fuck about that. Okay? We have a union that is lagging terribly in certain areas. I see it with my own eyes. This isn't people that just aren't educated. These are people that are fighting their ass off for their people and getting let down. And if that's being divisive, I don't care. All right? I do appreciate that person reaching out to me. I really do. And I agree to some extent. Uh, But for every email I get like that, I get 50 telling me to keep cussing and keep ranting because it motivates the workforce. And that's what I want. I want a workforce that is motivated to be warriors. All right? That's what I want. Uh, Like I said, I wasn't going to do an episode this week uh, because I've had surgery. I don't feel like, like doing one. Um, I went to that to, to, to Lexington because I said that I would, and I'm not going to go back on my word. Um, but I, I wanted to address those things. I'll listen back to this one. Edit. It probably won't make any sense, <laughs> but, um, you know, 
I think that you have to understand what I've done, you know, for free. 90-something episodes for free. Uh, most of my Sunday is is done prepping, educating. Uh, I get on rants, yeah, because I, I want my people defended. Uh, so, you know, I appreciate you wanting what you want and wanting what this, <laughs> want me to get back to educating. I appreciate that. <laughs> but don't forget that, that Corey Walton is on here on his own time and paying exclusively for this thing. Okay, and I refuse to accept money from anybody. I will not accept anything from anybody, right? So, you know, that, like I said, it's going to be a short episode, but I wanted to get that out there. I'm not going to change being who I am. I just will not. I hope that other podcasts come up, some G-rated podcasts, so that y'all can listen to those and get what you need. Uh, I've done a lot of educating on here in the 90 something episodes, too many people have reached out to me, reached out to JB about, uh, help they needed and then sent us the successes that they have. So I do not regret that at all. Uh, I think that, that this has started kind of a movement. Uh, I'm not afraid to say that amongst the city letter care craft, uh, whole installations are listening to it. Entire branches are listening to it. So it is making a difference. I do know that, uh, and and Corey is who Corey is, and he will not change for anybody. As of today, it's it's got two hundred seventeen thousand nine hundred fifty downloads. That's how much from eight arbitration has gotten two hundred seventeen thousand nine hundred fifty downloads. And it doesn't have that because I don't know what in the hell I'm talking about. Okay, yeah, I have educated, and I will continue to do so. Uh, the salted peanuts, people love that because I talk about numerous topics. I'm able to cover numerous topics and we'll get back to that. I've got a bunch that I've got to cover and I will. Um, but again, I, I know this is redundant. I will, I will be the voice for those that have no voice. Okay. I don't know if this is part of the reason I was asked to do this. <laughs> it kind of on the backhanded kind of a, way that uh, they told me it was, but that's just how I am, okay? Uh, this is just how I am. I'm foul-mouthed. I get agitated. I get pissed off. Uh, I know a lot about the contract and about the grievance procedure and about how to win grievances. And so when those two get together, sometimes it's not always pretty, <laughs> all right? <laughs> all right? So to that person who reached out, I love you. I do. I love you and I appreciate you reaching out to me. I'm not taking a shot at you. I'm just saying that, you know, I'm on here doing this solo, paying my own money, 90-something episodes in about a two-year period. Uh, so, you know, if I want to cuss sometimes, I'm going to do it. And if I want to hold my union accountable, I'm going to do it. Uh, because I need my union to be as strong as possible, and it's not that in a lot of regions. I know that Lindsay put on Facebook, asked for people to say, hey, what region are you in and how you feel about them? About 95% of the people said, my region is this, and we love our business agent, and we love our region. There's a lot of training. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. But there are a handful that do not do what they're supposed to do. And they know who I'm talking about. And they're agitated that I keep talking about it. 
and I'm going to keep talking about it, all right? Because I'm talking to every city letter carrier. You know why? Because I am a city letter carrier. That's exactly who I am. I'm not a, a representative of the NALC. I'm a city letter carrier talking to city letter carriers. And if it and if it ends up me saying some bad words every once in a while, then that's just how it's going to be. But next week, JB's going to talk about the the hero training stuff. And I told y'all, I said, you know, get the steps. We're going to show that management is willfully putting this in uh, as us taking it, that it's not just one step. Uh, make sure that you get the steps so that when you go into arbitration, the advocate can say, so you have all these steps that you do, and then you're going to put a carry in as doing this training, knowing that he hadn't done it. And they're going to have to say yes. Well, I asked my manager how many steps, and this is what he said. Now, let's read these steps together. You go into the computer management, and they go to my learning. My learning. That's one step. Then you go to express class. When you go to my learning, it pulls up a little thing. You go down to express class. That's two. Then you scroll over to general information. Scroll over to general information. That's three. And you type in FY23. You type in FY23. That's four. Then you go to heat stress recognition. They go to heat heat stress recognition. That's five. Then you scroll and get attendees. You'll look up attendees. That's six. Then you add attendees, and that'll pull up all the attendees. You add attendees. That's seven. You click a check by each name. You push select all. That's eight. When you push select all, you'll go down and you push record. That's nine. Then you'll push complete. That's 10. And then you'll push save. That's 11. So 11 steps management goes to to put you in to falsify you as taking training. 11 steps. And so that's part of what JB is going to have for you next week. We're going to talk about that. But imagine going in front of an arbitrator saying that management is obligated to put us in to, to give us this training. And all across the country, they have taken 11 steps to willfully falsify us taking training that we didn't do. I'm asking for $50 a calendar day for each letter carrier until that training is done. Why? Because management took the time to go to 11 steps to falsify me taking training. Okay? So JB's going to cover that extensively next week, um, and I'll try to make y'all rich. That's what I want. I want y'all rich. All right? We'll talk about some more emails uh, next time I'm on here. Uh, a lot of stuff. I had a gentleman send me a voice recording where his manager had said that uh, they were going to this new 20-minute load time, 38-minute uh, office time or 45-minute office time, saying that uh, the volume just doesn't support it, uh, uh, what we're asking for, that they're, they're requiring us to get out of the office in 45 minutes. So they started at an hour, probably getting it to some places. They're saying, now let's go back to 45. He asked about the fixed office time. There's no longer a fixed office time is what the manager says. This is all on recording he sent me. There's no longer a fixed office time. That's old. 
even though the memos talk about the fixed office time. His manager tells him there's no more fixed office time. That's old. So you got 45 minutes to get out of the office. Then he says this, Doug Tolino and the union are in agreement with it. That's on the recording he sent me. The manager tells the carrier, Doug Tolino and the union are in agreement with this. So, and he starts praising Tolino. You know, Tolino, you know, finally, you know, he saw the light. He saw the light. So he got the union to agree to this 45-minute uh, time, this 22-minute load time. And so that's uh, those are y'all's new standards. That's what he's sitting there feeding this, this carrier. And we're going to take it easy on them on something? We're not going to want to punish management by hitting them for $50 a calendar day for something? That's why I say you grieve them into submission because of stuff right there, because of that. That's why I say that. Grieve them into submission. I, I, I have no pity. Have no pity for them. So it's getting crazy out there, man. It's getting crazy out there. So we're going to keep educating, though, all right? But I'm going to keep holding my people accountable for not, for not representing us. That's just how it's going to be. All right, I'm going to go take some more pain medicine. <laughs> Y'all have a fantastic week. Sorry about this one, but like I said, I you know, I should be in the bed. Had some surgery done. I'm all right, though. But uh, And I'll see y'all next week with JB. Hopefully, he's going to get y'all ready for that, that grievance. Branch 361, I love y'all. Thank y'all so much for having me. I had a blast helping y'all today doing some training. I'll probably do that training on this on an episode. You know, it turned out pretty good, just doing the basics. Zed Waltz, the president, he's going to be a star. That guy's got his stuff together. Man, he's really sharp, really sharp. So anyway, y'all have a fantastic rest of the week, and I'll talk to y'all next Sunday. Sorry about the episode. It probably didn't really help y'all any at all, but just wanted to speak my mind a little bit. And I'll talk to y'all next Sunday. All right, 